Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to show 96. I'm a little bit calmer than I was. Actually, calmer as everybody probably is at this time during the week because you're getting pumped for the next game. We got the Ravens coming up on Sunday, 10 a.m. We're going to take it to them at home. They're feeling mighty cocky after their shutout of our enemies, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we all know what that, that hatred's about. Anyways, welcome to the show. Show 96, like I said. Today's show includes... The pregame. We're going to do a piece from Sean from the Raider Take on a nation not defeated. I think it's very cool. I think you will like it as well. We're going to go to the comments section. hoo Randy, there you go. And uh, we're... What the Ravens are saying. I'm going to tell you what the Ravens have been saying on the newspapers and things like that. And last but not least, let's celebrate a victory perspective by Raider Craig. Not that you want to listen to it, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Okay, here we go. Pre-game for the Ravens slash, I'm going to call them the Crows from now on. So when I say Crows... It's the same doggone bird, isn't it? Crow, raven, what's the difference? Can you really tell a difference? I'm sure someone who looks at birds all the time could tell a difference. But until I know, I'm going to call them crows because that's just what I'm going to call them. That's all. Okay, what about our Raiders? Well, we got some trouble. We got some trouble because Robert Gallery is out with an injury. He has a torn muscle in his calf, I believe. And three weeks or longer, he will be out of the program. So all of you who didn't like him and was calling him a punk, wait till you see what happens. I hope he can fill that hole. I know he's not the best tackle in football. People are saying he's a bust. I don't think so still. He's very young. He needs to get some time under his belt. And, you know, he could do well. He's a big, strong, smart guy. So let's give him some credit. I know people have been getting him around him. But he's going to need some help, too. Let me get into this now. The offense needs to run. Yes, we need to run the ball. Even though the offensives and the defenses that we are going up against, the last two, Chargers will probably have the best defense in the NFL this season. And the Ravens look like they're heading the same direction. They've got a very tough defense. Probably, you know, in the top five, I would have to say. So, knowing that, we're going to have a tough time on our hands. So here's what we need to do. We need to run the ball. We need to take out Lamont Jordan and put in Justin Fargus because Justin Fargus will give us a two and three yards every carry just because he's sneaky that way. He can get through that first line and get that money. He's done it before. we got to give him a chance to do it. I think now is the time. And here's some other things. Four-man set, four-man wideouts. How about a two-tight end set? Okay, Uh, let's see more of J.P. Fauci and uh, Crockett in the same time in the backfield. Let's see some two back sets. Let's mix things up so that they have to respect us and keep their linebackers from killing our quarterback. All these things I've just said, with the exception of the four-man set, which even then, if they have a four-man set, they have to use their linebackers for coverage. There's nobody else to do it. And so... There you take pressure off the quarterback. These are the things I think 
should be done. Let me know what your opinion is. I got a comment section on the website, www.radionationpodcast.com. Get on it. Check it out. Let me hear what you have to think because am I the only one here thinking the same way? Here's another thing I think the Raiders need to do to win this game. Brooks needs to roll. He needs to roll to the strong side. Well, which is the strong side? Well, you'll know that within a couple of plays. He needs to roll to the strong side and throw short passes, screen plays, things of that nature. That way he's closer to the sideline to A, eject the ball out of bounds, or B, run out of bounds so he doesn't get pummeled. And if he does, he gets the flag. That's a for sure. Brooks needs to get some opportunity to roll out. The way our offensive line has been working is it envelops him in this pocket, which is about the size of a small broom closet. And he has no room to go anywhere, and he ends up running right away. We cannot give that much room to those defensive tackles. We cannot give that much room for them to come in and encroach on our quarterback. We have got to give Brooks time at least to roll to one side or the other, where he can be protected by his fullback, which should be in there as well, so he can get the ball out of his hands. Not until they respect our ability to take the short game will they allow Brooks to have a chance to breathe. He will be pummeled continuously. And if I were him, I'd be a little pissed too. What are you going to do? Gallery's out. Who's going to take his place? Ugh. He's a big guy. Chad Slaughter, 6'8", 340 pounds. He's big, but he's slow. He gets beat a lot. But you know what? For Ray Lewis, it's going to be no problem. I think Ray's going to be able to come on in there. I think Brad Badger, even though it's not his side, I'm sure he's played the position. He's a 10-year veteran. He's from Stanford. He's smaller and faster. I think you need someone like that on that side of the ball for protection because that is the side the quarterback needs a protection on. Now, we should let him try that. Now, that's my opinion. You know, I got to tell you like it is. Now, our tight ends. Our tight ends need to block more than ever before. We have to give our quarterback an opportunity to spread the field out. Once we do that, the game will open up. We, we, we have to give a chance, an opportunity to spread the field, and that means first downs, that means dink and dunk, run, run, dink and dunk, run, run, long ball. Okay? That's what that means. And while I'm here and talking about it, let me talk about Tom, mayor of Brokeback, Idaho, Walsh. <laughs> Yes, Tom Walsh. I'm not the only one who feels the way I do. I told you on my last podcast exactly what I thought about him. Now, other papers and other articles are coming out about the Tom Walsh offense. They're talking about how he's talking about chicken and smorgasbord and all that other garbage he was talking about. Yeah, you know, when you're bucking hay, you're just not bucking hay. You also can think about football. Well, Tom, I'll tell you what, if you've ever bucked hay in your life, you know you're not thinking about one thing, getting that hay done so you can go in and take a shower because you're tired. It's all about work, buddy. And if you're thinking about football while you're bucking hay, you know, that's crazy. It's a crazy notion, and it's a stupid statement. 
Like I said, a statement about chicken last time. You guys heard me. I was a little emotional about it, but I'll tell you right now, that's exactly what should happen to this character. Tom Walsh is the Achilles heel of the Oakland Raiders. I hope in this game that we get, even I don't like John Shute, but at least he's a little more modern. He's been here. He understands offenses better because he's been around him. He, uh, Tom Walsh needs to get Shoup in his office and break it on down and share this job with him publicly, if not any for any other reason. We have got to have a change in our offensive scheme. There's no two ways about it. Art said it, and I love Art Shell. I love Art Shell, and he is the man. I love his character. He's a good man. I like him as a coach. I cannot stand the snake, Tom Walsh, who should have never taken the job in the first place because he knew in his heart that he was not up to the task. So, the Crows play Tampa Bay. So what? The Crows play Tampa Bay, and it is a shell of its former shelf. But so are we. We're a shell of our former Super Bowl selves, just as Tampa Bay is. It's kind of funny and ironic if we look at it that way. But here's what the defense has to do. And this is what the defense has to do for this game. McNair is a nightmare. McNair is a nightmare of a quarterback, and he is there. And he showed what kind of nightmare he is last week. He is a run-and-gun maniac, and they could get this thing going. So we have to pressure him. And that does not mean just pressure from the front four. It means pressure by serious coverage by our DBs. We've been buying TBs for the last six years. We've drafted more defensive backs than any other team in history in that amount of time. I believe in the last six years or ten years, we've had six number one drafts of defensive back. That is insane. And this year, we did it again. Anyway, I'm going to go off on a tangent. But let's make those DBs pay. Let's make them, hey, man, we drafted them. Let's put them to work. Those guys should be able to stick to their receivers. That's their job. Those are our most talented positions. Those guys we expect the very most from. Let's get them going. Let's let that's the only way we're going to get pressure on the quarterback is not giving him a place to get rid of the ball. It's going to be a tough game, I will tell you without a doubt. So, we need coverage sacks rare, but we have to have them. We have more. We need more blitzes. We need way more. We have to be able to trust our 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 safeties and free safety. We have to be able to trust our strong safety because we have got to get inside there and stop this guy from running on us or running gunning on us. And that's what's going to happen if we don't get it together. Now, do I think the Raiders can win this game? Yes, I think they can win this game. I think they can if they're pissed enough, if they come together as a team, if they talk, if they have dinner together, if they do the social things that team members do with each other. I think it can happen because it's just a matter of having a chemistry in a team and then letting that chemistry work. And it does it by itself. We've seen it millions of times. We've seen it with Raider teams. It's a magic, they call it. And it can happen, but it has to happen from the guys. It has to happen from there. Now, as far as Tom Walsh goes, I swear, if they don't see the problem right now, I don't even believe it. I can't believe that. I can't believe that Shell doesn't see it. I certainly can't believe Al doesn't see it. 
So I know just because Shell, I think he's that kind of guy. I think he's going to reach out for advice. I think he's going to listen. And I think we're going to see a whole different show on this game. And Raider Nation, I hope when we, at least when we open up the paper on Monday morning, we're not going to see any horse shit, excuse my language, about how the Raiders are dismal. We're going to read things about even if they are not victorious, which I I certainly think they can do it, man. I totally, in my heart, know it's possible. But we're not going to be chumps in the NFL on Monday. That is something that, you know, we just can't do that. The team can't do it. They don't want to do that. They don't want that to have to happen either. So forget that. Let's just get on from here because that's what's happening. We can win this game, and I'm telling you right now, we can win it. I know everybody is skeptical. Everybody is skeptical. I'm not skeptical. I think we can do it. I think we can do it by surprising the entire Ravens organization by coming out like a different team, like a team with passion and a team with commitment, a team that is together and willing to put forth 110% on every play like good teams do. Let's just hope the Raiders can do it. Let's just hope they can come out there and put it together. I know they have the talent. Let's just put it together, boys. I know you can do it. Okay, let's go to Raider Take. Oh, get down. about Sean from Raider Take. I loved his story so much, man. This is Sean was at our tailgate and we had a good time. It's good to see him and his cousin. You know, they they hang, they they, they go to the games there. It's it's fun to see them. But this particular story he wrote in the RaiderTake.com blog, which is insane, which is part of the Black Flag Network, if you're not familiar it's awesome. It's typical Sean from the Raider Take. It's cerebral. It's awesome. And it hits home. And I hope I don't slaughter it. Here we go. There's a photo of three Raider fans, one wearing a Raider Take t-shirt. And here's the story. The game might have been a disaster, but the tailgate was righteous. The Raider Nation was out in force, loud and proud and rocking the Coliseum with a spontaneous USA, USA chant after 144th fighter wing flew over the Coliseum. It was awesome. I will tell you that it was very awesome. And he goes on to say he's only sold about 40 t-shirts, Raider Take t-shirts, and there were 60,000 people at the game. So imagine his surprise when he saw a Raider Take t-shirt cruising right past his tailgate. Attached to it was a flan from Florida, no less. What were the odds of that in a crowd of 60,000? Apparently, fate smiles on the Raider Take. You bet it does, John. Vince in the Raider Take t-shirt was joined by Steve and Tim, also from Florida. See top photo. Check out his website. You'll see it. We ate hamburgers and talk shop. Cousin of Raider Take and I later ambled over to the Raider Nation podcast tailgate where we found Greg and Randy, the dynamic duo of RNP, along with Greg's wife, Charmaine, and their daughter, who was celebrating her 11th birthday. That's right. There we were joined by some cool cats from Oklahoma, as well as Raider Rick and CNY Raider fan. Raider Rick is the is a benefactor of the RMP's free ticket contest to out-of-area fans. 
and CNY Raider fan who hails from New York was the winner for this game. He's, he's in a photo right there. So without even trying, we met fans from Florida, Oklahoma, and New York. How cool is that? I returned home to, a, to an email from Charger Ray, or Charger Fan, saying, and the author of the earlier Raiders Suck email, in which he states, You guys just plain suck. The Raider Nation is an effing joke. Apparently, Charger Fan has confused the performance of our offensive line with the performance of our fans. The performance of our fans remains unchallenged. Charger Fan, you've got scoreboard right now, but don't you ever delude yourself into thinking that you can touch the Raider Nation. San Diego is celebrated for its fair weather, but there is no fair weather in the Raider Nation. Sure, there's a lot of reasonable anger swirling around Monday night's thrashing. Yes, we lost the game, but the Raider Nation is not defeated. You bet your ass. Great job, Sean. Don't you think that story was killer? Absolutely killer. And let me tell you this, too. The Chargers, as great as they are, still have not sold out for their opener. They didn't have sold out for their opening game. And isn't that say something about your fan base? They don't even give a crap that you have a, a team that's now in the first place in this division. And they don't want to come see you. Charger fan, that's all I have to say about that. Okay, let's move on, shall we? Rock and roll! <laughs> What the Crows think. What the Crows think about the Raider game, I can tell you. I was going to go through this long story about what the Ravens were saying and, and what Baltimore paper were saying. But I can sum it up in one, one foul swoop because it all comes out the same. The Raiders are an easy win. That's it. That's what they're saying. Now, the football team's not saying that, you know. Billick knows better than that. Lewis knows better than that. But that's what they're saying. And I sure hope that the embarrassment of the opener was a wake-up call for everybody in the Raider organization. Because we need to go in there and kick their ass. That's what we need to do. After hearing that, after reading all that crap, I am flipped out. That would be a great sentiment. That would make all the sports commentators that have been bashing the living crap out of the Raiders. I can't tell you. I don't need to tell you. You can tell me how every ESPN Sports Center, uh, you know, Cold Pizza, I could, you know, everybody, with the exception of Jim Rome, he didn't work us over as much as he possibly could have. Which leads me to think he has uh, some respect for the fans, maybe not. Maybe it's just some kind of a delusion I'm under. But most sports writers and broadcasters have been ripping the Raiders. And I'd like to have them shut their pie holes. And that's something the Raiders could do for the Raider Nation this Sunday. 
Absolutely, without a doubt. Okay, Raider Nation, I'm going to go to the comment section of the Raider Nation podcast. Okay, here we go. Comment section. Let's go right here. East Coast Raider. John Miriam. What else, John says? It sucks. Look at I looked at it a thousand times. It sucks even more <laughs> every time. Now here is where I catch shit. Now, this is what he's thinking, that he's going to catch shit. I believe in Art Shell, not Walsh. You're not going to catch any shit from that, uh, my good brother, John. He will build this team and complete an NFL standard. He will not allow what happened on Monday to become the norm. Tom Walsh will be catching hell as long as this shit happens. Well, I agree. I think he should if he isn't. The fans won't accept it. And I really believe Art Shell won't accept it. Face it, playoffs shouldn't be on your minds right now. Fix the problems and moving forward should be the first thought. Enjoy every and all victories. That's for damn sure. Let me say that to everybody. Enjoy every and all victories. Don't bail out now. Well, the Raider fans don't bail out, so that's just our MO. There are games that we can win, absolutely. The teams knows that they let the nation down. Hell, they let themselves down. Radical changes are not the answer. Just focus on the most glaring weaknesses. Offensive line play, we all knew that was a problem. We all sure did know. Last year we knew. You can't throw a new line out there with no real game experience. Hold back five top defensive backs. Although a couple of passes to the halfback would have helped. Of course. Of course it would have. This is the low point. Do you really think the players don't care? They feel like shit. Believe it or not, they feel worse than us. I will park my ass in front of my TV every Sunday and be in Oakland thanks to Raider Rick for the Oakland versus Pittsburgh game. I won't quit, he says. I believe in Archell, John Miriam. Well, John, right on, brother. I love your sentiment. This is a Raider fan. Everybody who's listened to me is a Raider fan because we're still there, Okay. I'm telling you, even fans that have said, I will tell you this, even fans that have said, I quit the Raiders because they moved to L.A. And a lot of those fans, I'll tell you what, man, they're in the supermarket and the game's on. I guarantee, bet my left cojone on the fact that their eyeball or their ear is very attentive to what's going on in the game. Very. And they talk about it with their friends. And certainly talk about it with Raider fans. Don't be fooled anyways let's move on goes to post the game mama was said if you don't have anything nice to say then shut your mouth that's it then i'm out all right goes to post plain and simple <laughs> plain and simple here we go sir raider pa Raider Greg was 100% right. Ooh, I like this comment already. Raider Greg was 100% right. I started listening to his podcast about the time Art Shell and Tom Walsh got hired. 
It was like doomsday. Well, guess what? Everything Raider Grab feared would happen, happened. It was like a quatrain from Nostradamus. He described a typical offense series under Tom Walsh. First down, looking for the home run. Sack. Second down, same thing. Third down, incompletion. Or draw play resulting in three yards. Fourth down, punt. What I saw Monday looked exactly like that. I think the team can get better, but what would the point be if jackass Tom Walsh takes 25 minutes before he decides to get the ball to Randy Moss? One thing for sure, Walsh got to go. Walsh has got to go. That's what I'm saying. That's my chant, and I'm sticking to it. Unless he changes, unless he rearranges, and unless he gets it together very quickly. Colorado Chris, Raider Glory. It's all about the history. When your teams, he's talking about, he's talking to, uh, let me tell you this. I'll stop this right now and say I deleted, my wife and Randy deleted a bunch of emails, a bunch of, of comments from Charger Fan. Charger Fan was not happy. Charger Fan was working us over. Charger Fan had free reign. He was effing this and effing that all over, all over the place and loser this and loser that. And so I had to take all those out because I didn't like them. Uh, they weren't in good taste. And if they would have been, I left them in. But they were in bad taste. It's some just punk, punk, uh, you know, <sighs> OPB drinking geek, OP shirt wearing mother. Well, I won't even go on because I'll just get all emotional because I'm already getting emotional right now. Okay, here we go. He's talking... Uh, Colorado Chris goes on to say, when other teams get the bling, then they can sing. The Raiders have won more championships than any other team. Right now, we might not win another one, but we still got the bling, baby. What you got? Nothing. We are the winniest football franchise team in history of professional sports, and we got the bling to prove it. You got nothing. Nobody is better than the Raiders. We have pride and glory. You got nice weather and fish tacos. <laughs> uh, we went on that one, too. You go to bed, little Charger fan. It's past your bedtime. We got bling to polish. You got nothing and have never won a championship of any kind. Charger fan equals biggest loser in world. <laughs> All right, Chris, man. You let him have it, baby. New York Raider Tommy. Good. I'm thinking this might be a good thing. Robert Gallery is out two, three weeks. He was getting beat like he stole something on Monday. I'm still having nightmares of this guy getting around him and Gallery running after him. He looked like Wile E. Coyote chasing the road runner. <laughs> he sure did. So it's a good thing. I'm thinking that they would put in their best tackle to start. So that makes me think, how bad is the guy behind him? That's exactly what I'm saying, Tommy. Be careful what you ask for because he's the best. So anything less ain't the best as far as the coaching staff goes. Now... Anybody else can do the job. We've seen it before. People rise to the top, go beyond their God-given ability, and make it happen. Let's hope it happens now. Raider Stu comes in with Walsh. Though I echo the statements of Colorado Kiss, we won't be the winningest franchise for much longer under Walsh. Our players need the support of someone who knows how to call a play in 2006, not the last century. Sitting over here in the U.K., the limited highlights they have seen are embarrassment on Monday. We were woeful. 
Brusque was expecting to get a hit because the O-line was ineffectual in front of him. He could not concentrate on getting the ball out of his hands, open receivers, because he was having to watch his back nine sacks. I ask you. Our defense did at least function, sending San Diego three and out a few times, uh, but we cannot expect them to work tirelessly without any time to recharge their batteries. Our O is three and out far too often, and why did we not kick the field goal when we were in the red zone deep in the fourth just to get rid of the shutout? Well, I guess, you know, just to get rid of the shutout, the coach decided that the team was either going to be victorious or not victorious on getting a touchdown, and we gambled and lost. I really fear the Raider, the Ravens game, one of the few teams that has a winning record against us. They shit out the Bucks on the road, and we have to go to their place. But we cannot be this bad again, can we? Well, we'll see. Our players have the pride and passion to the Raider Nation with them. I hope and pray that Art sends Walls to sit in the stands and calls the game himself. If we play this the game like our players can, then it does not matter if, what the Ravens do because we will not let them play. We got to dominate the game. That's absolutely right. We got to dominate the game. Well, Raider fans, that was from Raider Stu. I think Stu is from Europe, I believe. I'm not sure, but I think so. So you can tell by his the way he puts his words together. It's pretty cool. Anyway, Stewie, I believe you. Uh, I believe that uh, Wall should go Patui, and that's about that. Now, Renner Nation, understand that uh, <clears throat> I already told you about the San Diego fans and what they put on there. So the last piece, I just want to talk real, real short. It's not a big deal, so you don't have to you don't have to hang with it. It's not something you got to stick with. Matter of fact, you could probably turn this thing off now. It's called Celebrate Victories perspective and that's for me Raider Greg you know Raider fans in life you have to celebrate all your victories the victory of your children or their first word the victory when they walk the first time the victory of passing that test you had to pass and you tried tried couldn't get over it, and finally did it there are many victories in life there are victories one after another but victories in football kind of take us away from the daily grind of life Football itself is a way to escape from life's realities of working hard, 8 to 5 and getting home, late to only have dinner and go to bed because you're exhausted. Football on Sunday is something that's happened in some part of American culture. Let's not forget the little victories, the victory of the cancer drug that works, the victory of the medicine that cures the virus. Those victories are ever so much more important. The victories of the child that gets adopted. Think of the things that really in perspective when you think about football sometimes. Because I can get awful emotional, especially about my team, the Elkin Raiders, just like you can. But if we keep things in perspective and understand that things can happen in your life that can certainly change football's meaning into a nothing. So keep it in perspective, Raider fans. I love this team and I love the game. But I also love life, and each one of you should do the same. Take care of each other today. Take care of each other the rest of your lives. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.
get you off my mind I can't get you off my mind I can't forget your face Can't wipe away your lipstick's trace I don't want to be unkind I can't get you off my mind I don't know what I should do. I don't know what I should do. Don't know if I should stay. Should I run away? I should leave this all behind. I can't get you off my mind. Why? Must my mind be doomed to roam Going through my memories with a fine tooth comb Take me to a playground, you can take me home And suddenly I find I can't get you off my mind I don't want to be so Can't get you out of my mind 